Red. Red Fox. Red. Red Fox was, I will say, was one of those people that was a little bit before his time, but also didn't get his just due. And I feel like he got everything that he was getting towards the end. He got it very late. Back workout, that's a wrap. Two hours in, superpower works the whole way through. Keep you going. Lock in, man. Good choice. Superpower. Y'all, welcome back to another episode of the CBMK Show because it is what it is. I am stoked for this episode. You know why? This episode is going to be hilarious. This is the top 10 male comedians, dead or alive. I had to do something. There was a uh, podcast by the name of Club Shake Shay that had a very special guest on and they broke the internet. And I started to think, have we ever fully gave attention to who the greatest comics, male comics are at all time? Or do we just assume a lot? So this episode is going down because this is the best podcast on earth. That's why I need you to subscribe. YouTube at CBMK. Instagram it is what it is underscore show. Y'all, CBMK Global, we just crossed over 71,000 followers. I need you. And then on YouTube, we're over 10,000 followers, close to 11. I need you. I'm trying to get to 12,000. I can only get to there when you hit and share and like and subscribe. And I look forward to connecting with you. So we have on some amazing talent. People that have been here before, my man, Steve, but we also have a very special guest. When we return, we're going to get into the top 10 male comics, dead or alive. Steve and Arian, how are y'all doing today? What's the word? Doing good, my man. Doing good. Glad to be here. Thank you, man. I appreciate you being on. The two brothers I want to see. What do you say, Fred? Oh, right Look, hey, we're so we're sitting backstage. Steve was like, man, my guy want to jump on. He want to get on this. I'm like, let's do it. The board of Marius. So don't, you know, for them that do not know, Aaron, tell us about yourself, man, before we get into this. What's up, y'all? Uh, my name is Arian. You know, I got a little podcast, a little sports podcast with my boy Steve up there. It's called the Sideline Talk Podcast. We talk sports, talk a little comedy, just a little bit of life. So comedy is one of my favorite things. So I'm happy to be on the show and put in my little two uh, little insights. Let's do it. See, when you on everybody's podcast, I feel like if there's a guest that has been on everybody's podcast, <laughs> people are going to be on it. He missed the worldwide. He get he there. He missed the worldwide, he man. But look, I'm so excited about this. This is important. 
we have to seal the canon of all time great because right now, right now the internet is just buzzing. It's the Wild Wild West. People are saying things and a lot of this stuff. But I'm not gonna lie, Club Shay Shay broke the internet. Cat Williams did his thing, whether you agree with it or not. He exposed the industry for what it is. Some of it, obviously, I don't know if I fully, I don't know any of the stories. I can't say that, but it was funny. It was entertaining. It was designed to do what it's designed to do, is to keep you watching, regardless of the truth. But here we're going to discuss truth. We have to get to the top 10 male comments since Steve-O made his change instead of active, because I had a completely <laughs> different list. And that list would have had some characters on it. You would like, I think, but we might do that episode later. But dead or alive. I'll start off. Aaron will hear from you this Steve. My number one comic, male comic, dead or alive, is the GOAT himself. He's been called Caesar by one comic. You have seen him in stand-ups like Delirious and Raw. You have seen him in all the 90s greats like Nutty Professor, Professor. Now it's actually 2000. Uh, <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> Bowfinger. That was not a classic. Uh, but he's had classic characters. Mulan to Shrek. This guy, Eddie Murphy. The reason for his number one status. Laughability, obviously, is the obvious one. Is this person funny? Body of work. Eddie Murphy has evolved from not just a stand-up obviously has a lot of famous stand-ups but to have movies that were hits to be on snl his body of work is almost unmatched if eddie is in something it's gonna be big even if it's a flop eddie murphy is fun he is the reason why i feel like they all do it because they all want to be big like Eddie was big in the 80s. Eddie is the reason why we have coming to America. He's the reason why we have Boomerang. Where else can we have seen Robin Givens, Halle Berry, and Leela Rashad in their prime competing? Marcus. Marcus, darling. <laughs> Where else? Nowhere. Because of Eddie Murphy. And that is why he's my number one on the top 10 comics, male comics of all time. Okay. Okay. Touché. I do, rock, I do rock with the with the man Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I'll get a little more into him uh, when I when I pick him. But I, I don't have Eddie Murphy as my number one. I got someone who's a little more dear to my heart. I, I don't know if it's because I just grew up with this man, or you know, I, I've seen him from all angles, from you know, him coming on through Def Jam, Kings of Comedy, all sorts of stuff. But I got the man Bernie Mac. Legendary. That's my He's legendary <laughs> through. Body of work, him being just how funny it is, all his movies, his shows. He's able to do the family thing. He's able to do the raunchy thing. He's got he's got an angle for everybody. So for whatever everything likes, he got a little piece for you. And Bernie Mac, he's just he can do everything for me. So that's that's why he's my favorite. I I, I love Bernie Mac. I've never laughed the way I've laughed at you know a family show just like Bernie Mac show. I think Bernie Mac show was before its time. You know it, it was it it was. I know we had black sitcoms, you know, all growing up and stuff, but this is finally uh-huh. a black sitcom I feel that actually connected, you know, besides like, you know, like the Martin show or something. But Bernie Mac is just personally, it, it, he's just my favorite. 
I'm not mad. I'm not even mad at Bernie. I, you know, as a Chicagoan. And that too. And that too. And that it's too. hard not to put Bernie up there. And you know what's crazy growing up? I didn't know he was from Chicago till like I got older. And then they were like, it makes sense though. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense. And to that, I second that. Bernie is by far none the GOAT. Why? It's just something simple I break it down to. You don't want to come on behind him. Nobody wants to be when when Bernie's is there, nobody's sitting there taking jokes because everybody gonna gravitate towards Bernie. They don't care what you talking about, Eddie. They don't care what you talking about, Richard. They don't care what you talking about, Cat, bro. I'm just being honest. When Bernie opened up his mouth and he talking, yeah. he's gonna have the crowd lot laughing from start to finish. And that's why he to go. Some milk and cookies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I want some milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when white people say, when, when <laughs> people recognize you as the goat, that, that's saying something. Bro, you got white people talking about him down, uh-huh. stab. I thought that was something. That was for us. I thought that was our people's stuff. But I, I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan, and they, he was even saying, he's like, man, th- dude was a genius. He was, you know, you know what Bernie had? Bernie had the look and the voice. Like, you knew something funny was going to come out. Yeah. And he, I don't know what's wrong with him. He but felt yeah. like a preacher. He felt like he was preaching comedy, you know? Just I, like, I like Bernie, man. I mean, his style, his delivery, he was the, uh, we'll say this, he was the best one on the original Keys of Comedy. Like, bar none. Bar none. There was no second. It was Bernie, Steve MC. Then said, then deal, right? Like it was. Bernie is. I I think as a comedian, I'm not a comedian. Well, I would say, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I have performed one time at the Alsip Comedy Club on Amateur Night, so I'm gonna count that crap. Okay. Um. Yeah. Nobody booed me. You know. Okay. So it was cool. I didn't get a lot of laughs. But nobody booed. No. But I would say that if Bernie Mac is performing. I would hate to be the comic that follows. Mm-hmm. How could you follow such an act? Because yeah. he's going to destroy the audience, no matter who it is, right? Yeah. As far as stand up, I don't, I don't know how it gets any better. Besides, you know, maybe Eddie, maybe someone like you know, Cat or something. But as far as stand up, I mean, it doesn't get much better. And that's that's not even including all his other bodies of work. That's right. Um, we didn't even break it down. Like from mm-hmm. movies, like even I feel like some of his smaller movies was his most funniest. Yeah, like the like, house party, yeah. soul man. Like, oh, man. You know how many times I quote soul man? Talking about 60 40. <laughs> like it's just stuff like that. He has so many iconic lines in so many iconic movies. Like yeah. it's too many. It, it, you cannot have them and not outside the topic. Yeah. Life. 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 Bernie Mac, I'm not mad at it. Bernie Mac is your two. Okay, for number two. I'm going to catch controversy for this. I don't care what anybody says. Regardless of the facts of whatever, I don't condone any of that. Well, I'm just looking at this person's ability, their body of work, their laughability, the Buddy Bump is number two. Bill Cosby is a genius. I don't care what anybody says, brother. Like, look, Bill Cosby is the reason why black 
progress on TV exists. The Cosby show, A Different World, is because of that one man right there, Dr. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby also, from time to time, would, you know, when Johnny Carson wasn't available, he would do the, you know, uh, Tonight Show. He would be the person presenting, be the, the, the role filler for Johnny Carson from time to time in the 70s and some of the 80s. I think because of controversy, Bill doesn't get looked. But if you go back to Bill's stand-ups, and I've listened to like when he performed at the Coco, uh, Copacabana, I think it's 1962. I mean, yeah, like, there's a level of geniusness. And it, even though he was a clean comic, he was still a very adult comic. Like They're yeah. not like corny jokes. They're very adult humor. It's just not laced with profanity. When you look at it, you have to give Bill Cosby his flowers. And all I'm going to say is you can't have my wife and kids. You can't have the DL show. Uh, you can't have the Bernie Mac show. You can't have anything that we're seeing on TV, particularly from a black, from an African-American family, without Claire Huxtable and Dr. Heathcliff. Bill Cosby is my number two greatest dead or alive, and he's alive. And, and I, hey, I already came out the court. I was like, this. I'm sorry. I'm, and I know that's ignorant. You can't say that. But, I about that. Bill Cosby is a genius. That's all I'm gonna say. He, he is comedy. He is comedy. I, I I think for me, it just I didn't grow with it. Besides knowing him only as you know the father figure that you know in the Cosby Show. So as far as him being super funny to me, I never really got that until I got older and was able to appreciate it more. Uh, by that time, you know, I'd already made who I like through, you know, other comedians and stuff, but you, you can't, you can't, it's undoubt what, what he did for comedy. You know, like you said, there's, there's all the comedy sitcoms, all the shows that any, any, any black person on television, you know, we owes it up to, to Bill Cosby and what, what he did. Cause we wouldn't be here without him. Most definitely. Area, who do you got for number two? But uh, number two, personally, I got Eddie Murphy. Um, my my first kind of look into um, stand up that was a little more raunchy was Eddie Murphy Delirious. You know, trying to put in my stepdad's Eddie Murphy Delirious DVD at ten years old, and I <laughs> opened my eye to a whole new brand of comedy. I said, "Oh, this ain't Doctor Doolittle. This ain't you know, this ain't Mushu from Mulan. This <laughs> bro, this is comedy. Okay, okay." Goonie Gugu Gus, what is Goonie Gugu? You know, I was right. I, I was crying. I was like, this man is a genius. So you know, yeah. I then I had to sneak in and find Raw. You know, I had to yes. figure it all out. And then coming to coming to America and everything, it's it, it don't it don't get much better. Like like almost like Bernie Mac from the stand up alone. Who who can almost touch him? I I would hate to go. I would hate to go after him. If you, if you go through the movies, you know, he can do everything from families to, you know, shows to whatever. He just he does everything. And that's why I think, you know, he he's my he's my second for sure. I like it. Steve, oh, you got my man. The man of the hour. The man oh. of the month. Wow. Oh, Jesus. The one. The only. Oh, God. They used to refer him as cat in the hat. The one and only Cat Williams is number two <laughs> of all time. Why, you might say. He has the same clutchability as in you do not want to go in behind him. 
No, not only that, no, he has his he brought in the whole he has the whole range of comedy down to a T. Not only is he funny, he's visually funny. He put on a whole performance. He would go up there and have a joke and 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 do the joke to the stool, and we'll be sitting there crying. That man was like, bro, one of the most funniest ones was when he was talking about the tiger the tiger in Cincinnati Zoo. So how you go get mad at the tiger? The tiger just doing what he's supposed to do is his natural habitat. And then he said something amazing happened in the jungle world. And he broke it down. Not only is he a great comedian, he's a good storyteller. Yeah. He's a very good storyteller. And then you transition to movies. Money Mike. That man, I thought that man was a pimp for real after that. <laughs> he did it so many times. Like, then you go into the TV show from Boom Dots to the pimp name, Slipbacks, to other movies like First Sunday or Second, whatever Sunday it was called. Like, <laughs> he has, <laughs> like, his little contribute, uh, contribute, um, Norbit. When he was oh, like, he wasn't Norbert. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. Was. Like, you think about it, um, school dance. Um, all the type of stuff. He he's in a lot of stuff that you don't realize, and he usually he's he's what I like to call the Shawn Michaels of comedy because he's a showstopper. He coming in to take the show. You know, it don't matter where you put him in, and he coming to take the show. And by the end of the show, you're gonna be like, who was that little mug up there with the perm that had us crying? Because he's just that funny. Cat Williams is my number two. I'm not mad. Um, first of all, Eddie Eddie should be in the top two, regardless whoever we say. So I'm gonna have to give more area on this one. Um, <laughs> Cat, you know, Eddie has his Eddie Eddie has so many moments. I don't think you can nail it down to just. Well, I mean, the the Goonie Google, you would really have to love comedy and delirious. He's like wife. He would say he's like Gus. Your wife is a bigfoot. You know, yeah. like you would have yeah. to know that, I, right? I, so I know what it is. Your wife, is right? Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> so and that whole joke about Mr. T going to Hollywood, like you know, there's there's a lot. There's a lot, man. I will not finish that. There's a lot yeah. in that whole uh, setup. Yeah, impressions too. Yeah. yeah, Eddie really has the gift. Cat has. The anointing. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me explain this. Destroys the yoke. That destroys the yoke. And what I mean by that, because Bernie had it too. Nobody, if Cat Williams is performing, I don't care who it is, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, maybe even Dave to a degree. If Cat goes first or before you, there is no audience. <laughs> they leave it. They leave it. He's... He's going to go off. He's going to whatever he had on the nose, he's going to fill it and he's going to destroy it. And that's what I'm saying. Like he has the anointing because you can't when people are that talented, you don't know where, where they're coming from. He'll never repeat a joke. He's not going to do the same thing twice. Right. You he's can't. Quick. He's quick. You're not going to rebuttal him. Right. So if you disagree with something, that would be your last if you try to say something. Right. Cat Williams is, he's a force, and because he is so smart, he is one of those comics like Dave. They're very cerebral. Man, you can't trap him, right? You cannot trap him. And then he also has the look. What is he, 5'3", 5'4", 5'5", maybe? Like, he has the look of humor. 
it's hard to get around that. So I'm not mad. I'm not with a mad. lace front. Right. With a, <laughs> with a lace. Number three. You're right, number three. I ain't going. I don't want any smoke. <laughs> number three. This person right here, <laughs> even though Quincy Jones destroyed this person, this person right here is the reason why we have comedy in the way that we have it today. It's an homage to a legend. I was not a fan of this person until I really started to listen and realize Richard Pryor was ahead of his time. Thank you. <laughs> Richard Richard Pryor was a 2024 comic in the 60s and 70s when you could not be. And even though there was less censorship, so to some degree he could talk about subject matters that are definitely off limits now, he was so like unbothered by what your opinion about him was. He had a show, it got canceled. And the reason why I got canceled the first show because ABC could not control him. He would constantly break the rules of the FCC. He starts the show off, the Richard Pryor show, his first segment. He's like, I'm Richard Pryor, I'm a comedian, and I'm letting it all hang out. And the camera zooms out, there's a full body shot of him naked. And but he's not, he's not showing his genitalia. He has on like doll parts. So you know, like a doll has like no, you know, he doesn't all like that's what he did for his first thing in the 70s. Um he he was like, I feel like every time Richard spoke, he was trying to get himself canceled. Yeah. Like that's how on edge he was. That's why I give it to him because. Without Richard Pryor, you know, the Eddies of the world, the Daves, the Bernies, the Cats, like they don't really kind of have a, a room, particularly as a black comedian to operate. Right. Uh, he made it acceptable to be us on the big screen. Wear our afros, talk in our jargon and not get not care about anything or anyone while doing about it. So as an homage, I'll give it to Richard Pryor. OK. I like that. I, I've got him around kind of the same place, but I have Dave Chappelle at my third spot. Just on this is almost turning into uh top ten favorites for me. Or <laughs> like a top ten. I think my favorites and you know top ten kind of interchanges, but Dave Chappelle is so important for comedy for me is because you know he he did something in, in the age of you know stand ups, kings of comedy that you know wasn't really really being done. It was kind of brought it to like the sketch comedy kind of phase and right. brought it to the, the TV environment. And he completely killed it. I, I don't know a single like sketch comedy isn't something that really has been done since, you know, Mad TV, Color Purple. I'm not no. Color Purple. Um, you know, let me um, see. Living Color and Living Color. Yeah, Living Color. Yeah. Blank. But sketch comedy is some like one of my favorite forms of comedy. And Dave Chappelle just did it right, you know, between that, his movies, his stand-up. I don't think he, me and Steven like to get into an argument about this a lot. I don't think his stand-up is the best. There's not a whole lot of memorable stand-up moments from Dave Chappelle. I mean, besides, you know, the purple drink and all okay. that stuff. And there's, there's, he's got some stuff, but he yeah. doesn't he doesn't really kill in the stand-up. And, you know, there there is some guys I could see who could kill after him. Yeah. But the way he's kind of evolved into you know just like a comedy giant and the way he does comedy now and just kind of bring current events social matters and makes you kind of think i just think he's so important for comedy and that's why he's one of my favorites i'm not mad he's actually my number four so i'm not mad 
I, I have no rebuttal that Davis. Now, okay, I admit his stand-up is not uh, like I, that's not no. a that's not a reaction. But his stand-up is like, man, that was funny. But it's mm-hmm. also one of those like that was super clever. Like it makes, his you humor, it makes you think. It makes you think, and I think that has been the biggest hiccup with a lot of black audience is that Dave doesn't have the knee-slapping humor, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, Diddy, you ain't funny. No, you can be funny it's without subjective. It. It's subjective. It's a, Comedy yeah, is subjective. It, 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 do I want a comedian or do I want a teacher? I mean, comedy's not comedy's not a lesson. Yeah, it could be a lesson, but make it funny. It, I, don't, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell y'all now. Just everybody watching, y'all might get mad. I don't care too much. He's not on my list. Dave Chappelle is not on my list at all. That's he's not. Like, he's not funny to me. He's like just not funny to me. I, it is, uh, hey, it's my it's my piece. Uh, hey, I've sat there and sat and watched him multiple times and not even giggled. Man, not funny. The, not the only the la- you literally the the funniest thing I've ever seen that man do was him on Blue Streak. That was the funniest thing. Oh man! So you you tell me you've never laughed at the Chappelle show? Not really. Okay, I can't if I can't argue what you think is not funny. I mean, Rick James is funny, funny, but if you, I mean, I'm Rick James. For his time, it was funny, but like after a while, I was like, it ain't even that funny. Prince isn't funny. Pancakes. Pancakes, right? Pancakes. (laughs) Pancakes. See, you want to laugh now? That whole that whole stack. No, I'm sitting here like what I'm supposed to laugh at pancakes. Hey, bro, I don't let's think go. It, man, the whole the whole sketch. Hey, the what whole about, okay, what about Nutty Professor One? Reggie wasn't funny. No. If that ain't funny to you, that ain't funny to you, but I mean, I shoot, know. that well, was funny is when, when Eddie started laughing, started baking him. That was funny. But uh my number three was Richard. And my number three was Richard. It's my, it's my number four that's going to get y'all. Let's go to the number four. After a quick word from my sponsors, we're going to hear, we're going to start up with Steve because I'm interested in hearing what his number four is. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. And we're back. Steve-O, I'm starting off with you. Number four, because I don't believe you just said what you said. That is comic blasphemy, what you uttered. Right. Super hot take. That is a hot take. That's blasphemy. It wasn't even a take. It was just my truth. What is number four? My number four is, I will say, very underrated. But like I said, if he was to come into any establishment from a barbershop to a stage, there's just not going to be too many people funnier than him. He's done it on multiple stages. He's been in some movies. He's been in some shows. But he's very underrated. But most of the people that really pay attention to comedy and that really loves funny people know who this guy is. He's the big fella. 
the one, the only, Lavelle Crawford. Gosh. Why? Like I said, one of the most witty comics I've ever seen because it's almost like he's been through every situation and you can't like you said I like what you said earlier you can't put him in a box he's too quick he has a comeback for everything and the comeback he has will have you to your knees laughing that's how funny he is he's the only people that when some of the big people walk in they just do not want to see him so and they have said it out their mouth, how dangerous Lavelle Crawford is. He's one of those real funny people that just not at the top stage. He could be, but of course, he don't have the image to be. And um, he, maybe that's not what he, to me, he's one of those old school comedians that just like to be on the road and likes to go on road and do tours. That's his lane, and that's what he sticks with. But when it comes to funny, you ain't too many people beating them. They're just not. Lavelle Crawford is funny, gut busting, hilarious. Not gonna lie, if he that's speaks, that's all we need to say. If he speaks, you're gonna laugh. If from the Paula Dean, say a Paula Dean can say anything, uh, you know, uh, he just he's he is funny. I don't. I, I was joking with my cousin. I said. I mean, he's still big, but when he was super big, he was more funny. But like now, he's just of regular course. big. Yeah, of it's, course. Yeah, it's I cool. don't know. I feel like it's always, that way. It's always that way. <laughs> I feel it's like he's still what, he, hey, one of his funniest jokes I heard recently was about the uh, when the, they stormed the Capitol. Yes, that was. I, I listened to that. That, <laughs> that was, was funny. funny. That was funny. So yeah. I mean, look, Lavelle. Here's my push: It's not Lavelle's ability to make you laugh. His body of work isn't there. Because he just don't have the movies or shows. Right. That's, what like, that's not something he never, he, he didn't really want to do it like that. If we're saying on stage comic, then yes, Lavelle Crawford is that guy. But that's the first, but I think we got to give more credence to there because if you're not making it there, you're not going to make it to movies. You're not going to make it to TV. So if you're not, if you can't do it there, you're not going to be able to make it on the big stage. That should but be we've seen him in big. We've seen him in movies that yeah. he's been funny in it. He just he's never going to be get, the guy to get a big role because he's just not that versatile that way as an actor. That's true. He's That's not true. an actor at all. That's true. Sure, he's just a comic. All right, I'm not. Mad. He's just a com- he's a pure comic. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if he was boasted up in a way, he could been yeah. you know yeah. kind of uh, someone bigger in comedy. But he, that's just not the way you know the cookie crumble. But he he is funny. He is very funny. Oh, he's funny. Stand up is you know he's yeah. He, he, we're not going to take it. Oh, yeah, we're not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to take it. Yeah, hey. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, look, look. He's funny. Lavelle. What he I, said, I, open I up, cheat. What he said, open up, cheat. Open up, stay. Open up, stay, guys. <laughs> I want a ribeye right now. Right now. Ah! <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, yeah. He's, hey, yeah, he's funny. He was like, Paula Deen can sell me. He said, nigga, come here. I said, well, nigga, say, uh, anything he does with his mama is funny. He talk about, now, we've been looking for you to come out these woods for two hours now. <laughs> they didn't get all these cops in these houses. I don't know who finna pay for this, right. but I know one thing. You got five seconds or you live here. One, 
There he is. Let's go. <laughs> That's too funny. All right. I'm not even mad. All right. Eric, who you got for number four? Uh, number four, I got Mr. Richard Pryor. Uh, what can I say that hasn't already been said? Yep. The man is comedic genius way ahead of his time. Just, you know, all, almost in that Eddie Murphy kind of vein, you know, the shows. Uh, I'm not the shows, the movies, the the stand-up. He just, he's almost untouchable. And if 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 I was around, you know, back then and I kind of grew up more with Richard Pryor, he'd probably be even higher. But since, you know, I didn't grow up with him, he's a little bit lower on my list. But, you know, he's still, you, you got to respect, respect Richard Pryor. He definitely did. You know, where, where Bill Cosby couldn't kind of go into with all the little dirtiness, that's where Richard Pryor kind of took it. And we, we also needed that for, for comedy, you know, especially for black comics. And I, that's, I think true. That's, true. that's true. I agree. Uh, my number four is Dave Chappelle for everything that has been said earlier. Mary and obviously not Steve-O since he doesn't think uh, he has any sense of humor at all. But Dave <laughs> Chappelle. He ain't funny. He ain't funny to me. I ain't never said the man ain't funny. I said he ain't funny to me. Okay. <sighs> I mean, the first time I met OJ, I mean, the whole, that whole, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Like, yeah, like, I was, you, he has the second time. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how Dave's not funny, um, but I, I get it. That's your list. All right. But Dave is, Dave is definitely number four. This is what's going to shock you. This person right here from a number five is a legend that gets overlooked, but you can't like Dave and you can't like Richard Pryor and a whole host of other comedians who he has written for without liking this person. This person might not have the body of work from a stand-up perspective, even though he had specials. He had a couple HBO specials, but he's a genius. I'm talking about the man himself, who Aerie Spears tries to imitate Richard, Richard, Richard. He's I love Richard Pryor. <laughs> uh, Paul oh, Mooney. Mooney. Hey, Paul Mooney is the fifth greatest uh, comic of all time. And the reason for this is because, as as stated, yes, he is not a Lavelle Crawford on stage. I give it to you. He's not a Cat Williams. But he's one of those people that could write for every comic you listed, and it'd be just as just as funny. His penmanship is his humor. There's shows that he has written for that he doesn't get the credit for, right? From not just the Richard Pryor show. I mean, there's other shows, other black uh comedic shows that Richard Pryor has been a writer. Oh, not Richard Pryor, Paul Moody's been a writer for. And he wrote Richard's material. <laughs> So you can't like Richard Pryor and not like Paul Mooney. You can't like Dave Chappelle. I mean, that first season, Negro Domus, mm-hmm. as Paul mm-hmm. Mooney, you know, yeah. uh, that whole, you know, what do you say? He's like, uh, 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 Brian Gumbel makes, uh, yeah, Wayne Brady look like Malcolm X. Right? Like, <laughs> makes Wayne Brady look like Malcolm X. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Wayne Brady's still pissed about that joke. Don't yeah. about joke. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say? Right. He was like, what that joke was corny. I'm like, wait, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That joke was Everybody laughed. <laughs> Maybe, you know. You know, um, Paul Mooney, man, is a genius. And anybody that disagrees with the geniuses, I think is a disrespect to comedy. So, I'm going to get Paul at number five. 
Man, I yeah, I totally mind farted on Paul Mooney. He's <laughs> definitely one of the legends. I I didn't even include him on my list. I I got to give my props to him. I put him in my honorable mention some, but my number five, I got Cat Williams. Um, he's just stand up juggernaut for many reasons. The way he can tell, no one can tell a story like his. No one has to persona Cat Williams. No one, no one does stand up like Cat Williams. If we're going pound for pound, like stand up if you want to put in it's like a boxing I, I i find it hard that anyone could beat cat williams in stand up mm. um he may not you know lead any of his like most of his bodies of work he always usually kind of plays a lot of the same thing but no one has made the type of character he plays you know as funny as he has and cat williams is he's, he's just a legend and, and all the Craziness he stirs up outside of you know the 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 world of actually his bodies of work is is a little crazy too you know the the club Shay Shay stuff you know I don't know what's what's true or what's not but you know a lot of the stuff I could tell you probably wasn't wasn't no lie. <laughs> hey hey hey! All I gotta say is for everybody that's on this club Shay Shay, he 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 just said all everything he just said he didn't said it say it for you. He been saying it before, yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Isn't hey, I'm gonna let y'all leave it up to your imagination. <laughs> cat, one of them ones, though. Yeah. Ain't nobody want no smoke. Like he cat. said, yeah. like they said, like he said, when I walk in, head goes down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he did say that. That man said, I got, "I'm one of the few that still got a virgin booty hole, bro." I'm sorry, <laughs> like that right there. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, this man talking." Right. He said. <laughs> He said that man offer me. I said no. So what do you do? <laughs> I know what I said. So I know what I said, and I said no. Hey, <laughs> hey, cat Abby. Hey, that was, it was so funny. Shannon couldn't stop laughing. He was trying not to. He talking about, man, I got, I got this bro. stuff. Like you was the whole bro. time. <laughs> Hey man, he Shut was up. drunk by forty minutes because he was like, I, I ain't gonna, be, I'm gonna get canceled for this show. <laughs> he said, <"I'm." laughs> he said, you can sub too. <laughs> he, he was trying oh to calm God. him down. He said, maybe this will calm him down a little bit. That wasn't helping. That wasn't helping at <laughs> that wasn't all. Helping. So five, we all said his name, and y'all must be tripping if y'all thought I wasn't gonna leave him outside the top five. The one and only Eddie Murphy. Like I said, once you can start being characters that's animated, you one of those ones. That's true. I don't think more people really understand how funny Mushu is as a character. Like, you know how many times I just coming down busy. Yeah, <laughs> or some or some I get disappointed or somebody. You know how many times I just take design on you, design on your family, design on your cow, like just stuff like that. He his voice is iconic. Um, he he done done it in every. He the Family Guy, he the Gringy Guy, he, he the Carl Jackson Guy. He done done it all. He done done it all. He the, he he's even he's probably one of the one first pioneer. He ain't the first one, but he probably one of the pioneers to be doing a movie. And he played ninety percent of all the characters. That's true. He's one of the first ones to start doing that or make it popular. So you got to give him credit. He's that he's definitely in the top five. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. Number six, getting to the bottom five. It's already been said. His name has already been mentioned. He made my list. He's the only one of the original kings of comedy that actually make the top ten dead or alive list, and that's Bernie Mac. 
Bernie Mac. Uh, you wrong for putting him outside that five. No, I mean, there's a lot of people. A I mean, lot, I'd have to, he'd, have to, he'd have to jump Richard, Bill, Eddie, and Dave. And so you telling me in a barbershop right now, if if Bernie came out his grave and we're sitting here listening to them have a, a, a comic off between him and Dave, who is winning? Oh, if, we, if it's a comic off, no prep. No prep. Just... Mike. See that? See if you need prep, you not that funny. If you if, okay, if it's a comic off, different right? comedy. I'm had to. I'm had to make this this old clip, the Bernie clip, because I see now. Because uh, if it's just a clip, if it's just a comic off, you can't defeat Bernie Mac. And but that's my thing, and I think that's why my list is. Let me just say this: this is why my list is the way it is because I feel like these people. No matter if they're in a movie, no matter if in a TV show, barbershop stage, when it comes down, who's going to come down to who's going to have the most jokes and who's going to get the most laughs, these people are going to get the most laughs more than anybody. And I'm sorry, like, if you need to, uh, to first of all, it's a, okay, there is a level to writing because a lot of, a lot of um, comedians do not write. Right. And you have to give them credit to writing. But to me, if you need so much preparation, like you preparing for game seven, you ain't that funny. I grew up in Chicago. I ain't have five seconds to come up with 15 minutes to come up with a comeback. You had to come back in the next two seconds. And that's how you got to be. Comedy, though. But see, that's culture. See, that's culture. Because we're from Chicago. So we understand, you know, we grew up with whatever they call it. our parents called it the dozens. You know, you can clown, Jones, whatever. You know, you had to come up with something quick. And if it wasn't better than what was said before, the whole audience would turn against you. Mm-hmm. That is Chicago humor. Yeah. But that's not the only style of humor. Like, yes, Bernie is not battle of a doubt. I'm going to be honest with you. Mike, if we did, like, you know, America's Got Talent and stuff like that, and they'd be like, you bring up all the comedians and be like, hey, look, we're going to randomly select and we're going to give you the topic. You can't prep. You got two minutes. Bernie, Bernie stands alone. I mean, it's only really, I think that can handle that type intellectually is Bernie, Cat, and Dave. I don't think not. Steve, I will agree with that. Not, none of them, not even, maybe not even Eddie, like not to do it to that. Like here, yeah. here's your topic. Two minutes, no prep, go. Like Bernie could do that. Right. Mm-hmm. But. To put him at number one, and maybe because maybe because we got robbed of his body of work. If he was still living, that too, that's true. If he was still living, matter of fact, I know it. If he's still he living, like Pac, he he had enough. He was like Pac. Yeah, if he was if he was on this on this plane, we let's say I mean Steve wrote thing like a man, but let's say that let's say that character actually feels more like Bernie. Not to not to not to jump into Cat Williams conspiracy theories, right? But let's just say some other roles get thrown to Bernie instead of to some other. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. People like Cat Williams yeah. probably would have came on as hard if you know we still had Bernie Mac still doing what he was doing. But, yeah, you know mm. anything could happen to me. I don't think he would have went down the the Steve Harvey role of being like, oh, I'm just gonna. Go yeah, take my yeah. money over here and go do like the family yeah. stuff and just only do family stuff. But you know, right. you never know. He he might have got I, a bag and be like, "Let me play it safe." Yeah. But you know, I, don't I think just think would. my only gripe is just something you said. 
one of his one of the, and to me, the funniest season to me was one of the, probably the first one in um the Dave Chappelle um show. You didn't write it. Yeah. Neil. Yeah, so yeah. like how how I'm gonna say you that funny if you ain't write it? And that's one of the main things you're known for. The second season's still hilarious to me too. Right. The man But was it the first? Hilarious! They're all hilarious. They're all funny. The 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 racial draft shoot. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That was funny, man. This. But six is crazy for birdie. It's a little. That's crazy. Okay. You know, know, some people grow up with different things, and yeah, I love birdie, and I love birdie, man. Birdie. We take it in Chicago. Call. We're split. You we're know? split. We're splitting hairs at this point. You know. What yeah, I'm yeah. Saying? I mean, like, I feel like you like Bernie. I mean, I love Bernie. I just top, like, top, top. I, you know, I don't know if I give no one. Number seven. Number seven. Obviously, you skipped six. That, I gave six. I told him. Oh, you did. Oh, right, yeah. done. Go ahead. Okay, seven. Go ahead. Number seven. This person has been mentioned as somebody's number two greatest comic of all time. This person has broken the internet. This comedian. Uh, Cat Williams Wait. honestly deserves a whole category by himself. Uh, you trying to count? See where we? <laughs> no, I think you said Joe Six. We just yeah, we didn't six. give our. Oh, you didn't say Joe Six. Oh, okay, yeah. Eric, yeah, six. Yeah, mm. All right, all right. For my six, I got my first white on here. I got George <laughs> Carlin. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I got my first, wow! I got George Carlin at number six. George Carlin, he he's so important for comedy. And yeah. not just for black comics, just for comedy as a whole, because he he was one of the first comics to take social issues into it and not just almost try to just kind of get a laugh. He wanted to talk about the world and talk about how it was going. That's he made everyday life funny. And that's what I really liked about George Carlin. And he kind of put all like the other great white comedians on that kind of talk about social issues, you know, the Louis C.K.'s, the Bill Burr's and all of them. And so Without George Carlin, you got none of them. And he's his body works as far as movies and stuff too. It's still pretty good. I mean, he's that wasn't really a lead in none of the other stuff, but just he's he's a comedic genius for me as far as writing, as far as his stand up. It it doesn't get much better for that plane of comedy. I'm not mad. I like George Carlin. Seven words you can't see on TV. And as a as a white comic, he didn't try to evade topics or pretend like things weren't an issue because uh, he could have did the Jerry Seinfeld route and I'm not yeah. to, not to clown Jerry yeah. not to clown Jerry but like a Jerry, Seinfeld works for you know the Seinfeld audience yeah, but yeah. You know, Carlin was a little different the people like Jerry could yeah. never you know what I'm saying like no. Jerry is he's not he's a nice guy he's not no. controversial. he will never Jerry will never say anything that would get banned on TV and I'm not right, saying that's right. the goal I'm just saying that, like, you ain't never had a moment you wanted to say something, you know, like exactly. Jerry's yeah. smart. Jerry's Jerry's a very smart comedian, but and he's a he's like, he's worth like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like Jerry understood the business of comedy, but Jerry, you know, but Jerry, yeah. So I that's why Jerry's now on the list. So you know, for me, yeah, right, for, for me, me, for me, for me. I know a lot of other people will say Jerry's up there, but he it's just it, Jerry didn't resonate with me. <laughs> no, he didn't. I could, I still can't. I watch Seinfeld today. I'd be like, I don't know how this so. Right, I'd be like, yeah, I, I, as a black man, I'd be like, I don't know how this so made it. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on with the trash? You know, right? Like, Kramer, okay, it, it, it yeah. just looked odd. I look back it like, 
And what awesome. did they say? He's like, he had a rough set. Hey, bro, he tripping, bro. He had a rough set. I put Dave in the list. Steve, who's on number six, man? My Lawrence. Oh, all right. Got to put Mon Lawrence body of work is ain't too many people that can talk about it. Like I say, he a couple hairs. I'm gonna say a couple. He 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 like a a down step next to Will when it comes to accolades and stuff. Like when he get there, he like he got he got that body of work when it goes down from little rose to big rose. And some of his little rose was like I said, I feel like some of his little rose is where he really showed off his comedian from the blue streak to um the security movie to the um it's a lot of good movies he got out there. His Dev Jam days was some of the best. Martin is a television yeah. phenomenon mm-hmm. like people go to sleep to that every night people every watch night. it every day every so i was went to sleep to it the other day so you gotta put martin as um your number six i'm not mad i can't even you're actually making me rethink my last person um all right that's fine that's fine now, <laughs> number seven Number seven, you already know cat. I'll, <laughs> I'll throw it to Steve. Who's your number seven? You say cat. Okay, I got the one Odie. Hold on, Elizabeth. I might be coming. Ooh, red, red fox. Red, red fox was, I will say, was one of those people that was a little bit before his time, but also didn't get his just due. And I feel like he got everything that he was getting towards the end. He got it very late. And he should have been got it. He went through a lot of things behind the scenes, racially a lot. Um, he got picked on because he was a mix. They didn't. He was weird looking to some people because he was a light skinned dude with red hair. They didn't know what he was. But um, like he was one of those dudes where I or he was one of those people where I heard I knew him from like you know Seinfeld growing up. But then I got a hold of one of his. Um, one of those discs you put on the deep on the thing, and you let the album play, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, these red shows back in the day it was crazy." Like he was funny, like he was really funny, and I put him in here because no, his 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 he didn't have the body of work that he should have, but if they gave it to him earlier, he would have he would have got it. Like he probably would have been there. He he got the role of everybody's like father and a grandfather late. But he could have been that very early on. That's true. All I remember him from uh, Harlem Nights. He's like he, being without the glasses. Like you can't see me slide. Oh. <laughs> he's like, hey, Red Fox. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck. <laughs> hey, Delores is like, he's like, sugar. I got a girl. He's it so bad. He said, we'll make you. What did he say? We'll make you. Oh, something upside down. What was that part? And Red was oh, like no. this. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't care. Red Fox. See if you hit on the head, and, and obviously, you know, he died prematurely. But his, um, if you listen to his older stuff on Blue Labels, let's talk about some of the records. There's jokes in there you couldn't you couldn't attempt. Like he, his boldness. And obviously, like, you know, none of this stuff is rehearsed. He just literally went up on stage. Whatever he felt like that day, that's what he was going to say. I appreciate mm-hmm. that from Red. Um, look, 8, 9, and 10 is about to get very interesting. It sure is. 
because I don't know who my eight is. So y'all gonna be shocked when y'all figure out. We're gonna take a quick word. Uh, and he listen to our sponsors, and then we get back. We're gonna hit up uh, eight, nine, and ten. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With Superpower Pre-Workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the Superpower Pre-Workout to be your own hero. www.cvkglobal.com. So you see what I got? The three-way protein, chocolate, 110 cows, 25 grams, whey protein isolate, digestive enzymes. Guys, it's a new year. I want you to get a new body. Do you know how you do that? You got to first get the supplements. I actually going to help you to get there www.cbmkglobal.store. Use code CBMK24 for 24% off. Go today. You won't be disappointed. All right. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. This comic right here is the reason why comics like Dave, George Carlin, Robin Williams, these comics that are a bit more cerebral and not slapstick can't exist. This comic was making comedy movies when films were still in silent, you know, capturing, right? Uh, he is, I think he's one of three brothers, um, you know, but he's a genius. This comic is a comic that Bill Cosby himself said he looked up to. None other than Groucho Marx. I look, this is before my time. Groucho was dead or dying by the time that was born. So I don't have to know. I don't mean. Let me Google that right now. I don't mean to be like that, but I don't want to get somebody upset. Somebody family member talking about he didn't die. He's like, hold on, dog. Put that man in heaven prematurely. He's like, come on, that's a good year still going. All right, yeah, he died in 77. I was great. He was dead. Long ago. Right, long ago. But when you look at his body of work from whose line is it anyway being on TV? The NU windows. Um, Bill Cosby is interviewing this man in the early 70s, and Bill says, You know, uh, you're one of my favorite comics, you're the reason why I started smoking cigars. Groucho turns to him and said, Do you believe in life after death? And he was like, Yeah, he's like, Because I'm in the afterlife right now, this show is dead. Like to hit Bill like that, like. I mean, in front of Bill's face, you know, like you can't, you can't get around his comic confidence. That's what he had, comic confidence. Groucho was the king of the one-liners, straight punch you and not think about it. And, you know, body work, his historical impact and significance is the reason why, as um, you know, he's <laughs> said my first white on here. That's serious. Like, I gotta, I gotta this, but no, um, Groucho, Groucho makes the list because without Groucho, man, you can't be that to me, cerebral funny. So, shout out to Groucho Marx, Aaron. What you think? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I agree with everything you said, um, as far as you know putting everybody on and everybody kind of getting that kind of style and kind of what he did for comedy. Yeah. There's 
not a whole lot, you know, like I said, from black and white movies. So the, the man was doing it from from the very early times of film and, you know, comedy. So he, they definitely he was pivotal in that in that point. But uh, my number eight I got is uh, Patrice O'Neill, uh, one of the, you know, one of the pioneers of the, you know, kind of the, the that kind of 2000s, 2010s, you know, that kind of podcast kind of humor, that kind of just kind of straight up just interview humor. I don't think there's anyone funnier than this man just in like a straight up conversation. The way you can just get him in it. Like some of his funniest stuff he said is just in an interview. And so mm-hmm. he's been he's been named as, you know, your favorite comics comic. You know, a lot of people don't stole off this man. Yeah. Um, you got a whole YouTube favorite that's uh-huh, going off that, 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 that man. The deleted all about, my, all about. My, my, whole, my, my whole man's YouTube career went down because he done stole off this man. But Patrice O'Neill, he 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 talks real stuff. You know, he he brings in the social the social <laughs> matters. Brings in you know he he makes you feel makes you feel yourself in all his jokes. Like you can always be like you know you ever felt you ever, you'll be like you know. I, I, I do feel like that. I don't. I don't, I don't ever think you know ever, anyone else felt like that. You know, so he he made you feel included and stuff. And I, I love P- Patrice O'Neill. Definitely, you know, gone way before his time. If he was still around, he'd still be killing it. He'd be on that up on that level. You yeah. know how we how we talk about some of these other great comics. So it's just it's a real shame he went before his time. That was my guy, but I had to put him. He was at six, but I switched him out for Martin. Okay, which is fair. Yeah. yeah, I I, I literally switched them out at the last second. Yeah. Okay, what were we at? Uh, eight. Yep. Eight. Still? Yeah. Now, I know he' been gone for a little minute because he found the Lord. Oh. But in his heyday, he was one of the most drop dead funniest people, and he got a catalog as well. He's one. He, he he. First of all, he has countless. The reason you gotta put him on the list because he has countless characters that you will never forget. Countless movies you will never get. Counting countless lines, the versatility that he has, um, and just everything. He just has so many iconic things that you will never forget about them that you just cannot not put him on the list. And that's the one, the only. Smokey Chris Tucker. Chris. Chris Tucker was easily out of Dev Jam, probably top three at the time. He was probably one of the new coming the new guys coming on where he was like, bro, where's this dude from? Where he's coming from? Energy. And he got every role almost possible at that time. From we remember him from rush hours, all the rush hours to um what's the one uh with the money? Uh what's it called? Uh with Charlie Sheen. Uh yeah, Charlie Sheen. Uh-huh. That's funny. Um just like he is money so talks. much of fine money talks. Yeah, money talks one of his funny movies, funniest of all time. It is from um Friday with Smokey. Um, he set the standard for whole Friday that they made sure they had to hey, that's a big task coming in for Mike Epps, who's honorable mention. But um he 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 was just uh a, a unicorn at the time. Nobody was used to somebody like him. He brought in a new energy, a new sound to comedy, and he he he, he gotta be my number eight. Yeah. 
I'm not even mad. Chris Tucker, I, I have no negative things. As, and and as a as a as a Kojic alum, uh, I respect Chris. You didn't mention Fifth Element though. You, you kind of people would like to forget about that movie. <laughs> yeah, man, did the, the all the act. He does yeah. more than comedy, you know. All right, I mean, transcend. Fifth Element was something. It was something. It's ugly. Hey, Ruby, hey, this is one of those movies you be like, you got to explain yourself, brother. Nah. Hey, bro. Well, this what, is an explanation, right? Well, what was just, going on? How'd you get that movie real, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but, uh, but, Chris Tucker is a genius. He is. He has the voice and the sound of funny, like body chemistry. Rush hour. You know what? Chris Tucker could have been. Chris Tucker at a time could have been an all-time goat. Yeah, I feel like something. And obviously, like it was a fake move, right? But it was like his his rise was so on fire that if Chris would have said, I want to be the next, I want to do the next Cosby show. They would have gave it to Chris. Like, I feel like he had that at a point, you know, Mm -hmm. particularly by like rush hour two or like right before rush hour two. So um, yeah, Chris Tucker, he, he's a, he's actually an honorable mention for me. He didn't make my top 10 list, but you know, I give it to you. All right. Number not number nine, this person right here, somebody y'all didn't see coming. This person right here can play in any audience. He is the king of offense. His nickname is Mr. Warmth. He could talk trash with the best of them. He could clown you. He could do humor. He also could do children's stuff like Mr. Potato Head. Don Rickles is one of those comics that Don didn't care what color you were. If Don wanted to come at you, Don was coming at you. And it was like, there was nothing you could do. Was just, he was just going to get you. You're just going to get hit that night, right? So, and to have that type of boldness that Don had, like, Don really, he didn't care. If you watch some of those old, watch the Dean Martin comedy roast. When Don is up there, <laughs> Don is destroying everyone, you know. And to have that, to being on the Johnny Carson show, shutting Johnny down like uh, Don Rickles is a he, that's a tough little that was a tough little man, you know. Mm-hmm. So I will say that you know Don was I won't say he was like the white Bernie Mac, but for lack of a better word, right? But you know, pretty much, pretty much, he was the white Bernie Mac, and and Don loved it so, and I appreciate that because. You need people that are going to challenge and make you feel uncomfortable and talk about, you know, subjects that aren't necessarily status quo or politically correct. So Don is my number nine. Yeah, I agree with that fully. He's also my number nine. Only thing I can add to that is, you know, that's one of the quickest, you know, most wittiest men. You know, you can you're going to be able to find that man was just on it. You know, he <laughs> as to add on to, you know, he'll, he he can talk about anyone. That man, the correspondence dinner, you know, was Talking straight up to Ronald Reagan himself yes. had the whole room dying. That man don't care who you are. Pre- president of the free world, he coming for you. Right. You know, that, that man, he's 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 definitely one of the goats. He's definitely one of the pioneers as well. So yeah. What could be <laughs> the white birdie back, you know, definitely. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. 
Don, Don Rickles, he's just up there. Steve, who you got for nine? Well, since we talking about the the white version of that, I must say this man was the like you said earlier off on backstage, the white Richard Pryor, and that's Bill Burr. That's my number nine. That mug will sit there and talk about the most uncomfortable things with everybody that you don't like him in the audience, and then as they're talking to him, shut up, I'm in a middle of my show, leave me. First of all, he's the perfect, because he's what, from Boston, so he's it's just perfect. He he He's a natural bastard. He don't care. <laughs> like, he, he don't care. Like, that's the number one. Like, his fearlessness is probably his greatest thing. And he has the voice of comedy, like you would like to say. And um, he just he he pays attention to some of the things that you bring up. One of the funniest things <laughs> that's probably his most thing is him talking about the WNBA. Oh, and yes. if you got women yes. crying and laughing about that, yes. <laughs> he said, hey. support the WNBA. <laughs> he said, he said, where are the feminists? <laughs> you should it should be packed very feminist. Yes. That yes. Is, <laughs> he talked about nobody that we got COVID. I said, but it's just the bonus that he has, the type of things he will say. Like his his thing going, no, you're never supposed to slap a woman. But let's let, let's not, not let's not act like y'all don't have a reason why y'all get popped sometimes. <laughs> like there's a reason sometimes. He sit there was like, <laughs> I remember he did it, and one lady just said something. He was like, "What? What do you even say?" See, there's a reason. Just stuff <laughs> like that. He's very he pays attention to everything. He grabs the room. And yeah, he's definitely the boldness of a Richard Pryor. So I call him the white Richard Pryor. I, and he's number nine. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm, <coughs> I'm not mad. I mean, um, Bill Burr. Nothing out. You know, Kate. Bill Burr is he's in a class of himself. Number ten. You know what? I'm gonna cut to a break before I go to number ten because that's what we do all here, so we can get this. <laughs> YouTube count on. Let me go to the break when we get to number six. Hey, what's up? It's CVMK33. Look, I want you to subscribe, hit the notification bell, subscribe here, 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 everywhere so you can get the latest and greatest of this podcast content. Stay tuned. Oh, if you like this, one word, four letters, CVMK, hit the like, share, subscribe button. Should be on the bottom right next to the thumbs. All right. Number 10. I have debated this. I almost changed my mind, but they say go with your first mind. This comic is this comic, let me phrase this correctly, is one of the hardest workers in the room. If there has been a comic that understands the business of comedy and has tried to capitalize off of every opportunity it has been this comic and i think this comic understands that you can't stay hot forever this comic right here 
I feel like every three months has something coming up, which some people say that works against him. I'm not, you know, that's debatable. But I will say this. I'm going to call this comic the hardest working comic. That's why they make the list. Because when it's all said and done, we're going to have to look back at this comic's career. Look at the movies. Look at the specials. Look at the... Well, he doesn't have any TV shows yet. But look at the stuff he's produced, the stuff he's managed, stuff he's written, and be like, man, that person did it. So I'm going to go out on a limb. And this is hard because I really want to... I've, I've been looking at it, but I... I'm not going to change my list. Kevin Hart is the is the tenth greatest comic of all time, male dead or alive. I'm not saying he's the funniest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Everybody we listed right now has a laughability. Like you know, you know. Remember, like in Street Fighter back in the day, and they had like people like special powers. And, like, you know, Ajax would have, like, power, and it'd be, like, in his arms and stuff. This person wouldn't have that. They'd be kind of like Sonya. You know what I'm saying? But if you think, if you think like, man, that's a lot of stuff. Like, this person really works hard. You can't outwork this comic. You can't. Kevin Hart's body of work that is still being done places him at number 10. He has, he has his earlier stuff, Laughing My Pain, was his best comic. I don't care. That's still his best special of all time. Because he didn't write it. That, that's probably true. But what I'm saying is, when you look at the total package, Kevin Hart is going to be there, right? He's not my favorite comic. But when it comes to the show, the, the 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 show the business right the business of comedy he's the black jerry seinfeld that's who kevin the, the one person you don't have on your list jerry didn't make my list but kevin's gonna make my list right <laughs> yeah i finna get you <laughs> you know you done he kind of insulted me on that because it, it started making me think. Started I, I know you not. Started making me think because yeah, it's I'm 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 badly I I battled this this last couple spots been hard. I battled between you know Louis C.K. you know Bill Burr some guys, but you cannot knock this man's body of work, and you cannot act like the wave that kind of he has led since yes. you know. The 2010s, you know, and like and on, you you can't you can't just neglect that because I know y'all remember when that man came out in about twenty about twenty eleven, you know, laugh my pain, yeah. you know, some of that some of that stuff he did around that time, yeah, that was some of the funniest stuff we had ever seen. We had had the he had the entire world still till to this day, you know, quoting some of that stuff, yeah, like that that. That's one of the most, I think, for me, that's one of the most influential, you know, stand-up, you know, specials I, I've ever seen. And I can't knock that. So I, I got I to gotta throw that man as my number 10 as well because the body of work just – he is one of the hardest workers. You may not like him. You may think he sold out. You may think, 
you know, he he does a lot of stuff that can be called corny, but the man working, you know, he, he getting that bag, yeah. he doing he doing what he do. Um, he he could change it up. He can be a serious actor. He done made me cry in some stuff. He done made me laugh, cry. Don't don't knock that. No, man. no, he's made. I know he's talking about that movie with yeah, his wife. Yeah, that bro. Movie, yeah, that yeah, almost made that me cry. That man got some acting chops. <laughs> man, serious. So I I, I can't yeah. I can't knock what he's done and just if you. He had, bro. I was in high school at the time, man. He had the entire, and I went to a white high school. He had the entire school quoting that man. Not just us black folk, because we 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 got a little early. Because I remember we saw it, and I remember my mom had just had the baby, and we were sitting there like Christmas time, dying. And we we got it a little early, but man, once they got it too, man, everybody was quoting that. So I I can't yeah. I can't discredit what he done. He's got to be ten as well. I'm not even gonna argue that he was on a trajectory. But right after laughed at my pain, not even that. It was I am grown, I'm grown. with a I'm grown with a man. Then it was uh let me explain. No, it was laughing my play. Then it was let me explain. After that, I started knowing a, a repeatancy and a tendency of him doing and sounding the same. And I just didn't like okay, I need something different. And then as I notice, when everything he does, even when it's being funny, uh, actor, it's the same thing, uh, dude. Uh, mm, uh, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, it, it's that, and then the the way he, the way he brings in a joke is the exact same way he brings in any other joke. The same way he's tried to be funny in any other movie is the exact same way he'd be funny in any other movie. There's no versatility to me. So, therefore, he was to have the trajectory. But then, when you also do a little homework on the man, we realize something about his ex wife being a also a comedian. And then, Tori, strangely, Tori, Tori was writing some of those. You can, I, 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 my pain. Remember, I don't know if that's true. But. Hey, if you look at it, you can if you if you go back and you are OG Twitter user, she was that she was that person that was handling that account that was dropping all them infos and all them jokes and funny. It was her. As soon as she he he stopped messing with her, said she was crazy. That's his favorite thing he like to say about everybody. She's crazy. Da 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 da. He ain't that funny no more, especially stand up wise. Now I give it to you, movie wise, he got it. He, he a movie star for sure. Yeah. He a movie star for sure, and he will make you laugh in certain situations in movies. I give you that. Him and DJ uh, Dwayne yeah. Rod Johnson is yes. they're they're perfect together. Chemistry, yeah. but it works. I had like y'all said, I put Don Rickles up. That's my team. Okay, you can't. I can't put him over them. Well, I just can't. Well, I get it. I get it. But yeah. I wouldn't argue against it. I mean, like he just the body of work is just too much. Like he even his little the stuff, even the little stuff, like real husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, like no, that was not funny, bro. That was that was kind of funny. The first two seasons, yeah, yeah, it, it stretched yeah. out a little too long. No, you was, just like that one thing with Matt where they was trying to fight. They was they was trying to rob that bank. And that was funny when they was trying to rob that break and they forgot to they couldn't figure out. Oh how no, to that was the, the end. Of, that was the end of the special. Yeah. Right. Oh. Seven of us, Mr. Brown. Why you put the seats down? <laughs> that, that was funny. That's funny. That's, that was funny. Kevin has look. Him and DJ are funny. He's got. It's not just that pets. I mean, he's done so much. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like 
Ride Along was both of Ride them. Ride Along was funny with Cube. The second one, you know, get was hard. Funny. CIA, you're right. Get hard with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Bro, Kevin, you can't one. outwork him. I, I feel no, like, you, you know, regardless of his laughability on the mic, like, if you put out a special, Kevin's going to do three. If you put out a movie, Kevin's going to do five. If you put out a book, Kevin's going to do a whole animated series. Like, Kevin's always a step ahead. That's what his geniusness is. His superpower is to work hard. He, you know, he's the hardest worker in the room. And, you know, him and DJ, they need to remake Twins, the Arnold classic. Uh, and, you know, Kevin needs to play Joe Pesci's part. But, you know, they're even like with that, like Kevin Hart has a has a has chemistry. He has DJ, you know, like that. There's no other comment that say, man, they were perfect with. I mean, no, Richard had Gene Wilder. I can't say that. But yeah. <laughs> look how far we got to go back. They were perfect with, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when you start looking at it, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart is number 10. Like it or love it, hate it or not, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, he's, he's, um, he's top he's, 10 now. I don't know about all time. It, all time, dead or alive, he's number 10. He remind me of, like, the comedy version of Drake. That's fair. That's very fair. Like some people, like, some like people Drake. don't like it, but it's it's true. You you know what it is like when when you know like it's it's you know yeah. you you know a Kevin Hart special. You know what you're gonna come into, but you know it's it's gonna be good, right? It's not gonna be anything groundbreaking. It's not gonna be anything crazy, but it's still gonna be good. He just the amount of stuff that he puts out is just that's what keeps him on top. That's what keeps him on top. That's what keeps him going. Well, in the words of Drake, I'm just saying that you could do better. <laughs> Look, let me get to this honorable mention. I have somebody on here. I'm going to list my two honorable mentions together because I couldn't decide. One is... <laughs> one is Mr. Mustache himself, also known as Steve Hightower. Uh <laughs> Steve, I Steve is I don't even know if it's honestly, I don't even know. You know what? But I just maybe because that is funny. His body of work sitcoms. The Steve Harvey show, look, the bullethead, it's 90s nostalgia. Prince of, you know, Cedric was on there, LaVita. You know, like, honestly, I feel like if you didn't grow up, you you know, watching that, like, that was 90s, everything, urban America, you know, nostalgia. And then my second honorable mention that I'm going to go with, this person right here, I'm going to be 100 with you. If he decided to right now, I'm doing a stand-up or I'm doing a movie and I'm going to be full me, there's nothing you could do about this guy. He owned. We could talk all we want, but this guy right here, he's the only white guy on an all-black cast that stood and held his own. Jim Carrey. <laughs> Dog, Jim Carrey. James Carrey is a legend, and Liar Liar is still one of the funniest things I have ever seen from top to bottom, start to finish, 
Jim Carrey will eat you if you wanted to. And he knows that. And he just mm-hmm. decides not to. Mm-hmm. So that's my two honorable. They try, to, they try to play like Jim Carrey crazy. Jim Carrey ain't crazy. Oh, no, he's not. Jim Carrey is a <laughs> genius. Jim Carrey. I, I, I want to put him in my honorable missions, but I want to bring in some guys that I also uh, think don't get as much, you know, as, as much heat. And don't, a lot of people don't talk about them. Um, one of my honorable missions being Will Ferrell. Not in the stand-up game. Right. Probably couldn't even do it. But body of work as far as movies and stuff like that. It it almost don't get no better as far as like comedic movies. Yeah. Step Brothers, you know, Talladega yes. Nights, you yeah. know. It man man know how to write some movies. You yeah. know, other guys, you know, listen go on and on. An- Anchor man, get yeah. right. Can't even forget Anchorman. So, Will Ferrell's up there on on a, like the Jim Carrey vein. Could he's just you know a lot of ac- other actors have been just like you know it's it's almost exhausting because Will Ferrell is on at all times, even when you know cameras aren't rolling. Like he's he's right. the funniest man in the room. And then also I got Mike Epps on there. Um, as far as stand up, you know he's hilarious. The movies go, you know, took over. You know the whole smoky kind of role, almost you know kind of interject him. You know he's. It, 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 there's not even much more you can say about Mike Epps. He just he does it all, and he, he just does it to a, a great level. I'm not mad. I got three honorable mentions. Mine's was Eddie Griffin, Mike Epps, and Earthquake. What? And very especially Earthquake. Earthquake, was, I wanted to put him in my top ten, but I couldn't. Just because he's just one of those funny dudes. Like, bro, he is he funny. Was, <laughs> he talked. I was so broke. They talking to me, talking about can I remember my lunch number? He said, "Bro, I need got my old tennis shoes on." <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake is funny, man. That man said yeah. he was like, "I'm not getting that vaccine." He's like, "Fool, you you live in Flint, Michigan, and you just got out the shower. What you mean you ain't in the vaccine?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "He said, man. He said I had so many holes. When I saw Michelle on Bob's, I had to get all my holes." <laughs> he said, "I was letting them off like it was a stable." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm looking for a funny. first lady. <laughs> earthquake, earthquake is funny. <laughs> I was in tears with earthquake. Earthquake is funny. I think Eddie Griffin. I feel like he's deceptive. He's very deceptively he's funny. hilarious. Like he's he catch you off guard. But like, yeah, I had to put him on him. And like for everything you said, Mike Epps for sure. And uh, Patrice O'Neill was also in my honor. Patrice, yeah. Oh, I forgot one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer. I am Cedric. Cedric, Cedric I think Cedric, Cedric is funny. Cedric is hilarious. Yeah. Cedric is funny. Cedric, Bro, Cedric is honorable is Hey, did y'all the funniest joke I've ever heard? I already from know man. it. I already know it. <laughs> was that? Did you hear that joke about the? He talking about the giraffe at the zoo. Uh. he said he was at a giraffe at the zoo. And he said, "I love giraffe. They usually the coolest animal in the zoo. You know, be walking around like a little ball player, Linky." But he said that some woman was at the zoo, and that dog on giraffe got tired in that mug. He said, "That bug said something." That must said, "Me." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and then he started running away. He started galloping away. Like, and then he told about the other giraffe, like, hey, man, Dwayne, what's wrong with you, Dwayne? We saw you kick that old lady, Jermaine. <laughs> I got one who, honestly, this person, and I feel ashamed that they didn't make the list. You know why this person didn't make the list? This person is so talented that they he – he honestly needs to speak uh, to speak, not speak, but he needs to stick to a specific niche. He's so talented that because he's in so many different niches, it's hard to make him number one. But if this comic ever decides I want to do this, Jamie Foxx is mm-hmm. nothing to play with, bro. Mm-hmm. I need security for real, bro. Like Jamie Foxx is nothing to play with. He is. Hilarious, but the problem is because he's so gifted, you know, you just never know. Are you going to get serious, Jamie? We're going to get Ray Charles. Like, I don't know which Jamie this is, but Jamie Foxx, honestly, as far as entertainment, if there was ever a number one entertainer, he would definitely be in that Mm -hmm. top three. But as far as, yeah, comic and and comedians, Jamie Foxx deserves honorable mention because Jamie is a legend. Look, this has been a great episode on the thing my guest, Steve, on Arians. Aaron, man, say it again, man. Where can they connect with you, man? Uh, you can find me at the Sideline Talk Podcast. You can find us everywhere you get your podcast. You can find us on YouTube. You can check out my Instagram at Ari underscore Simmons 23. Uh, TikTok, I believe it's the same thing. Y'all connect with him at the Sideline Podcast. Connect with him on the gram at R-E underscore Simmons 23. Steve, where can I connect with you, man? Hey, Steve speaks on everything. Follow me at NBA Central as well as Bear Central, as well as YouTube and TikTok. We on TikTok too. He's on TikTok, y'all. Connect with him, man. He's been on the show several times. You know what you can do with your boy. It is what it is. Underscore show CBMK underscore global. Where the best supplements are. www.cbmkglobal.store. Always the personal page of Stephen K33, TikTok, Stephen K Glow. But YouTube, where it goes down. One word, four letters. C B M K. And until next time, guys. Thanks. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well, think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed, and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape, and it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.